to the very first Bedpost podcast, the podcast uh, where I, Erin Pym, welcome guests from my live stage show, Bedpost, onto the podcast to talk uh, frankly and openly about sex and sexuality. And my very first guest is Mr. Keelan Fiorello. Welcome! Thank you! Hooray! (laughs) I'm actually very excited to have you here. Uh... You are one of my first choices, for sure. That's nice. Yes, I just find you interesting, <laughs> and you're fantastic, and mm-hmm. have a, a lovely way That's about so you. That's so nice. Yes. Um, Keelan, um, for those of you who hadn't seen the show Keelan was featured in, he um, did a real-life story that was just so funny uh, about a one-night stand in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. And people loved it, and uh, you were picked up by a scout to do it at a second show, my boyfriend, Matt. Oh. <laughs> I was really racking my brain. I was like, I don't think that happened. Oh, it did. Your, your boyfriend, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. And it uh, went, and it went uh, almost as well the second time. I was shaking more. You were great, though. Thanks. Um, the story is obviously just brilliant, but your reading of it is so funny. <laughs> yeah, me staring at the piece of paper and not making any eye contact with the audience, and then my hands shaking and sweating the whole time. Totally. Yeah, that was that really worked for you. No, it was like a um, just uh, a, just a really straight reading, like a kind of a monotone straight deadpan deadpan humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. dry. Like so, it was really it really killed. Thanks. One thing uh, I want to ask you, because when I first approached you to do Bedpost, you actually had another story in mind, um, (laughs) but then you, it wasn't working for you, so you went with this one night stand in New York. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, I'm very curious about this first story. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it it didn't work because it turned out to, it was going to take way too long. Like, oh. it, it was, I started writing it and I got, like, many pages in. And I was like, well, oh. th- this is not a, this is not a seven minute funny little thing. This is more like a, yeah, this is like a half an hour. I mean, and that would be too long, so I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it was, it. it was too good. <laughs> or too, just too long. And I think I just, I don't know, I didn't know how to shorten it to make it interesting for people. Oh, man. Well, yeah. you know what? I would still love you to come back and do it, even if you can shorten it to, like, yeah. 15, even 20. Okay. Oh, my God. I would love that. So, yeah. Okay, I'll try. I'll work on it for you. Can you but give the... us a summation? Yeah. Uh, okay, so basically when I was 22... I moved in, okay, I was a series of roommates who uh, sometimes, oh, am I going to just incriminate myself right now? You um, might. <laughs> oh, I'll be very nice then. Um, <laughs> it didn't work out with a certain roommate. Okay. <laughs> and um, I had just befriended these older gentlemen um, who, well, I met I met them with uh, while having a three-way with yep. them. Yep. 
and uh, then that was it and then we just kind of became friends but I had an attraction to one of them much more than the other and Mm -hmm. he also felt that way Mm -hmm. but they had an open marriage as far as I knew Mm -hmm. well that's what they told me so uh, yeah and then eventually they said why don't you just move into our spare room in our house Mm -hmm. so I did and um, I lived with them and carried on a torrid love affair with the one Uh and not the other really? yeah and the other one clearly got weird because he you know thought we would all have fun together and I we, I wasn't into that it was unbalanced very unbalanced so mm-hmm. eventually it blew up in our faces really badly oh no Just, yeah after how long was this um, that you well, I together? had moved and then I had moved out and we still were fooling around a little bit oh, okay and uh, it was like a movie it was a scene out of a movie literally oh, like man. we both passed out in my old room yeah. in the bed of my old room because I wasn't living there anymore and then the guy came home and discovered, and s- discovered you. us and screamed and I ran down the staircase and it was disgusting. I felt like such a loser. Oh um, no. But it's I was 22 and I you know I was just a mess and then I wrote um <laughs> friendship poems in Spanish to uh, my friend who I angered badly, the other one. He was Spanish. And I would send gifts with my friend. I was like, go to their porch, drop this off, and explain to them how much I miss them. Oh my and god. And it was just a mess for a while. And now we're totally friends. Oh, you are? Yeah, oh, totally. And it, it all worked out, and he, he does my taxes for me he now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And now we have one of the most boring, normal friendships. Friendships ever. And I go over to their house, and I just eat all their nice food, <laughs> and they do my taxes. <laughs> that's it. You got out all, all of the uh, torrid, sultry... Yeah, uh, that's so gone now. Yeah, you got it all out of your system, and yeah. now you just do taxes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I love it. Um, oh my god, that's great. I would love to uh, hear the like full feature presentation of that story. I'll work on it. Yeah, work on it, Keelan. You gotta. All right. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know the Bedpost show, uh, we do real life stories like Keelan did for us. We also do um, like raunchy comedy. We do arousing visual performances. We do fictional uh, erotica as well. Which I write. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where my interest in this whole kind of sex and sexuality podcast and uh, full variety stage show comes from. So, Keely, mm-hmm. tell me, um, what is your, what's your relationship status at the moment? Like, what do you, how do you characterize? I know you're seeing a partner. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we, we've hung out bunches of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you, what is your dynamic with him? Um, kind of like old married couple in the best possible way. Yeah. I, I don't mean that in a negative way at all. Um, we love each other incredibly. This is all very boring, but it's true. Aww. And, uh, we live together and we, we've been together for over four years and we're just together I don't know um that's lovely yeah and I don't know I guess that's it that's our dynamic yeah does that answer that question yeah okay. I'm curious um also sexually because I know Mark goes away oh, okay goes away a lot or sometimes yes. yeah because he's a working man yeah um 
Is that something you can talk about? Yep. I, I, um, we, have an, we have an agreement that I am allowed to do certain things with other people, as long as I'm playing safe. Um, yeah. There are certain things I don't do with other people. I would never have full-on intercourse or, or anything like that. For sure. Basically, it comes down to, like, what would a 14-year-old girl, girl do? Like, I, I make out. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and, yeah. And that's kind of it, you know? Yeah. A little bit of Well, heaven. that's very yeah. similar to... Yeah, that's actually very similar to Matt and I. Oh, good. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, if I'm out with a friend that he knows I kind of have a bit of an attraction to or something like that, yeah. he's like, oh, you can have, you know, have a make out tonight. Yeah. Go, you know, go ahead. And, like, it's, if, there's if, such a thrill with kissing. I don't know why. It's yeah. actually more, oh, I don't know. I mean, first of all, it's just like, yeah, it just, it's, there's a thrill with, with kissing a stranger who's very sexy or oh, yeah. a friend who's very sexy. Yeah. It's that kind of moment of excited first contact. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Funnily, I um I realize I kiss like Matt now. <laughs> what? Oh, you kiss he, like him? I kiss like Matt does. Um, How does he kiss? He I I like lip kisses. Yeah. I like a lot of lips and like just a little bit of tongue. Matt, oh. Matt likes kind of the opposite. Bold he like he likes to like flick tongues. <laughs> like, so he like, it, like like like, like not, a porn star. <laughs> like a porn star. <laughs> not the whole time while you're kissing, but like you'll have lip kisses and then he'll do a flick mm-hmm. and then back to lip kisses. So actually, I kiss someone uh, <laughs> kind of recently, and I did the flick. <laughs> And did they? How did they react to that? They liked it, but I stopped and I was like, "Oh I'm my sorry. god!" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say apologize, but right. I was like, "Oh my god, that's a Matt thing that oh, I wow. picked up." Interesting. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I liked it," and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I liked it." <laughs> it is funny though. <laughs> I'm yeah. a boring kisser, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's I, fun. Though. Other than that, I think I'm a pretty relative uh, <laughs> kisser. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, I want to talk about um, something that's really interested me is how what people do um, in the privacy of their own bedrooms, like, but not even with their partner. Okay. Uh, like how people masturbate is like so interesting to me, right? Because that's like it's very personal because you're really not being no one else is involved to judge you or yeah. anything. So you actually get really down to the base of like what your you know what your kinks and fetishes are and what really turns you on mm-hmm. um, without fear of like judgment or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. So feel free not to <laughs> divulge absolutely everything okay. if you don't want to. Right. Um, but yeah, do you ma- let's start maybe do you masturbate the same way every time? Mm. Like do you do the same things? Do you watch the same things or uh, it's mostly um, I change it up a little bit. Like sometimes most of the time I like um, lately Tumblr blogs, like oh. like like gifs, and um, there's a lot of gay porn on Tumblr, like tons. Yes, <laughs> and there's there, there's like pages that are you know ran by people who are into one particular very like you know a niche. Sure, and um, they have a lot of followers that like that niche, and so that's what their whole Tumblr is. So like yeah, there's like three or four Tumblrs that I frequent. <laughs> And, that's uh, amazing. But either just still, there's one that's amazing that's just still images, literally just a photo of whatever's going on, and then he writes a fictitious thing underneath about what he thinks that's you know that the the photo is communicating. He just makes it up and yeah. makes up characters, makes up dynamics, 
with this photo and so you can submit a photo to him even and, and he'll tells do a you story. a fictitious story and i love that it's a lot of like it's a lot of dom sub sure. um stuff like that and yeah. it's it's really it's hot and it's funny that i'm back to after you know like in high school or whatever or even grade school just like this year's catalog with the male underwear pages oh, that's that, so funny that was like all i had you know no access to wet porn or whatever even pre-internet so sure it's funny that at as a fully as an adult years and years later because it probably has a nostalgic thing maybe. for you maybe i mean obviously these photos are not just like a guy wearing a pair of hanes briefs sure it's like a guy plowing a twink like it's like <laughs> it's a totally different thing so okay and then <laughs> i was picturing quintessential sears model like no. hands on the hips there are briefs. some though yeah there's some that are pretty innocent actually the photos but Anyway, yeah, so I do that, and then sometimes, very rarely, actually, is video porn. I barely ever. Really? I don't, I don't know. That's great. Once because, in a blue moon. Yeah. 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 Um, that's funny, because I, I'm an erotica writer, but I actually don't get off to erotica oh, often. Okay. I do, I like videos, um, but something I try, I, if I feel like I'm watching too many videos, yeah. then I'll go to, like, uh, erotic comics. Yeah, Do you ever I, watch, I, look at those like comic strips. Yeah, like yeah, I've like seen some. so it's all just art, like yeah, yeah, art. Yeah. Nothing's moving. It's not like yeah, animated yeah, gifts or anything yeah. like that. But just like, some are hot. It's weird. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really into that. Yeah, yeah. There's if I'm trying to like wean off the, you know, there's a lot. <laughs> the there's also this whole like gay superhero thing lately where there's I've seen some comic strips of like. You know, like a Robin-esque person in distress and some supervillain is like, has tied him up and is like, you know, milking his cock and it's just like ridiculous. Yeah, fanfic. Yeah, fanfic. Fan fiction. Yeah. It's fun. You know what? I've had requests to do like fanfiction erotica. I don't know why. I just can't get into that. I wanted to write one, like not with characters, not just celebrities. And I wanted wanted to do a three-way relationship erotica thing about yeah. me and John Hamm and Michael Fassbender all living in a house together. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm basically like, yeah, they're houseboy. And sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's replaying your history. Yeah, but with celebrities Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> maybe they'll, you'll all end up There's, doing your taxes after. Yeah, maybe. John There's Hamm. definitely like, also, yeah, whenever I watch Mad Men, I'm like, this could easily be a porn. This should be a porn Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's very sensual, yeah. and uh, there's a lot of sex in Mad Men. Yeah, but and the whole like businessman thing is such oh, a yeah. turn on too. Oh, and that's so funny you mentioned that. Um, at our last bedpost show, we had this. Uh, I was telling you previously, we did a parody of the Newlywed Game, mm-hmm. um, but it was all, with all sex questions. Yes. So that's when you get. Uh, we had three different couples on the stage, and you yeah, ask yeah. them a question about sex. They both write it down and then try to match with their partner. Uh, so we had a gay couple up there, um, like men. Oh yeah, I remember. Um, and they they had obviously had some businessman fetish, and it was so funny because every answer was like suits or like a necktie, <laughs> pinstripe. Like, yeah, like the. <laughs> but they would actually match up with the partner. So they like, were quite in sync with one yes, another. Yes, about yeah. this businessman fetish. Because the question would be like, what is what is your favorite toy or prop to use in the bedroom? They both wrote necktie. <laughs> what is his favorite type of porn? They both wrote suits. Yeah. Like, it was so funny that to me. Funny. Because that's not like the most common uh, yeah. 
a fetish. Maybe that's it is true. for gay, gay men. I think it, that's a big it, one. Okay, okay. But maybe not, is it not so much for straight couples? No, I right? can't say, well, yeah. I can't speak for all straight couples, obviously. Sorry. But for But for me specifically, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't say I've ever uh, <laughs> seeked out like a businessman. You don't want to play secretary, ever. <laughs> no, it's more like, um, no, doctor. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Teacher student, I love. Teacher student. Yeah, that's hot. I do, uh, it, we like, <laughs> we like, I like <laughs> masseuse and mas- like, uh, masseuse Client. Client. <laughs> Which is so lazy, but. Like, you're the client? I'm the client. Oh, so you just get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. That's that's awesome. I'm going to use that one. Yeah, I know. And pretend it's a fetish. (laughs) And just get this massage. You know what would be so hot is if you spent an hour on my lower back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. Mine are all, I feel, uh, like manifestations of, like... Um, having someone be in control, like a situation of control, for yeah, sure. Yeah, they're all they're all like that. Yep, definitely makes sense. Do you are you versatile that way when it comes to kind of dom sub play? So it depends for me on how old the person is. Oh. I, I'm ageist when it comes to who's dom, who's sub. So in past relationships, well, there's only been like the one where the person was younger than myself, but in mm-hmm. that relationship, I was always the top. And I always did the Dom stuff whenever any sort of play like that took place. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else has been older than myself, so I always have to be, I want to be the sub, the sub yeah. and the bottom. So it's just, right. I'm very ageist that way, but yeah. like and, and I've encountered older people who have wanted to do, flip it. To switch, but and I, not into I, it. I've tried, and I'm like, this is so unnatural for me. Just, I just don't enjoy this. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. I would say I'm versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm more, I'm most comfortable and probably the root of my fetish is is being a a sub for sure. But once in a while, I love to flip it, you know, just for fun. Am I allowed to say um, you enjoy both men and women? Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you feel like... um, is it easier to dom another girl? Yes. Yeah. It's more natural. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But with a guy, you more. So maybe it's similar, and you're saying the age. Maybe I'm finding it similar, like size wise. Uh-huh. Like a big man, it makes more sense to to yeah. kind of be the sub. But if it's, you're with a kind of smallish gal, then it's easier. Just like yeah. it's kind of more natural to. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense because that's very true to me mm-hmm. not to generalize people's fetishes and right. what they do in their own bedrooms but yeah, yeah I definitely find that okay the social capital theater is the home of bed post as well as multiple other productions a night such as Friday sketch live the show in which one hilarious cast writes and performs an entirely new sketch show every single week that's Fridays at 10 Find out the Social Capital Theatre schedule at SoCap.ca, as well as information on classes taught by experienced performers and rentals of their fantastic theatre spaces and rehearsal rooms. Located steps from Broadview Station, visit the Social Capital Theatre for a fun night out, to learn something new, or to host your very own event. Um, 
what oh this was a, a great question actually that I told in the um, that newlywed game mm-hmm. parody um, what type of sex do you wish you had more of this also uh, people were bickering <laughs> this started some drama which was great between the couples oh yeah it was what really kind of great sex do you wish you had more of yeah oh Hmm. Oh, I have a follow-up. I just... Oh, I don't even know how to answer this. I guess, um... I feel like you're pretty... I feel like you would seek out uh, the type of sex you desire. Like, your personality, I feel like... Yeah, I I, kind of... You wouldn't really withhold. Like, why would you withhold? Yeah, exactly. A desire or fantasy. I mean, no, but there's been... There have been times where I've been embarrassed to to admit... Sure. um, ...certain things... Sure. And it's taken a long time. Like, there's a bit of shame there. Yeah. About certain acts. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually... Eventually. Like, when you're comfortable with the partner, yeah, you, then you it can come out. You hint at it. I, I don't know. That's what I do. And then eventually I'm like, so... You, this. like, plant the seed. Yeah. And <laughs> and then they'd leave it and see how it goes. And sometimes it works. And But, yeah, no, I, I'm always pretty forthcoming. Yeah. I don't ever keep stuff hidden for too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not on purpose anyway. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shame is, yeah, it's interesting with, you know, your, your, how you're brought up and yeah. just what you've been taught and what, and what experience you've had with other partners. Yeah. If somebody shamed you in the past for a particular act, it's. Totally. You know, that affects you big time. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, when did you, this is not on my talking points, but when did you lose your virginity? I have really late. Really late? Yeah. See, I was, like, way too early. Oh. So. No, I think I was, like, 19 or 20. Oh, yeah. That's late-ish. Yeah. Like, you know, don't judge early or late. Yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. And it was, uh... What was that like? Oh, that's funny. Because I, I always have to ask people, I'm like, do you consider losing your virginity yeah. uh, sticking your penis in someone's ass for three seconds? <laughs> So, because that was my first time. Yeah, did you ask you was, for all your no, I th- friends? I, no. <laughs> well, Am I, I a virgin still? I don't know. I think I may have asked one or two of them, yeah. Because I was like, I guess I'm not a virgin anymore. Yeah. The act was committed. Like, yeah. it happened. I committed. Sorry, that's The crime happened. was committed. <laughs> but I remember just doing it for three seconds. I was the top for some bizarre reason. Oh, that's And funny. I was like, oh, this is, no, I, I don't want to do too this much for today. Me. And yeah, and then that was my first time, I guess. I don't want to do this today. <laughs> no, I don't know if I said that, but I said something like it. And uh, and then the second time was like with someone else. I never did it with that boyfriend again. Oh. <laughs> and then we broke up shortly thereafter. And then I had real sex finally. Yeah. As a top, though, with yeah. my next boyfriend who was younger than me, and that was that was the first good real sex I've ever had. And I must sure. have been twenty or twenty one. So long yeah. You know what? I okay, oh well I'll tell you. I lost I had sex like super early. I was, I was like fourteen. You. Okay. And then um had just such a bad experience with it. I wasn't with a fantastic guy. Yeah. That, and that's putting it really nicely. <laughs> um, you know, there was like a huge stigma because like, yeah, people found out and then there was this huge stigma. Slut shaming. Oh, yeah. hugely, hugely. Yeah. So, and even like my parents, because I actually had um, my aunt and uncle taught at my school. Mm. So they knew. And then oh I, and they told my parents so I actually went. It was a so awful you were traumatized, experience. I kind was of. fully traumatized. Yeah. They sent me to therapy. Oh. 
Like, I'm sure, like... To, like, fix you or to help you with no. them shaming you? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, well, it was probably somewhere in between, okay, to okay. be honest. Like, they... I'm sure they... Like, they're, my mom is a pretty down-to-earth person, so yeah. I shot, thought she was probably just thinking, wow, what headspace were you in yeah. to be able to do that so young? And obviously right. the aftermath is not going in her favor, yeah. so, you know, let's uh, maybe try to help her out. But I took it... Differently. Very negatively, like they were trying to fix me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I didn't actually have real sex until I was in college. Okay. I didn't have sex again. Wow. At all. Until I was, like, in college. Yeah. Yeah. First year of college, actually. So how old is that? Like That's how old I was. That's how old yeah. you were. So or, sorry, pretty much. No, sorry. 18 or 19 is first year of college, I guess. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. say 19. Yeah. When I actually first... Actually felt comfortable enough... Yeah. ...to start having sex again. And was in a comfortable enough relationship hmm. to... Yeah. To not feel just, like, totally judged. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And now I run a sex uh, show and podcast, so I got over <laughs> it. Erotica. I'm fine, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right around. I'm fine. <laughs> you also dance in lingerie with nipple tassels. Oh, well yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, like I'm over it, obviously. <laughs> the shame. Great. Well, kind of. I don't know. It's funny because I get a lot of questions about sometimes how, like, how old I am. Oh. Um, just because people think I'm younger. Oh, because... you mean people that haven't seen you and they just read your stuff online? Yeah, or yeah. or um, or see me perform or anything oh. like that. They assume I'm younger because oh. usually younger people are kind of kind of going showing through off. that sexual liberation. Yeah, and showing off because they got yeah. a cute young hot body <laughs> and all this stuff. But yeah. for me, maybe my like kind of sexual maturity hit later yeah. I'm in my 30s now. Right. Uh, because of that, maybe it was like delayed like a full 10 years <laughs> pretty much from my trauma. I'm not trauma. You're not going to get fine. menopause till you're 70. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That's not what I want. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, okay. Another talking point I have that I like. Do you incorporate incorporate toys or props into your sex life often or um or... yeah not so much anymore <laughs> <laughs> old married couple yeah kind of <laughs> but no i yeah I, no actually i'm so sorry no we just bought a toy that was re- oh. re- re- recently and it was it's the most interesting toy i've ever come across in my whole life what is it it's a um insertable Okay, it's like you wear it on your cock first, yeah. and it, it's ribbed on the inside. It's like a soft silicone jelly sort of thing. Like a so cock ring type the, thing? No, but it's a sheath. It's a like, sleeve. It's a sleeve, mm. and it's ribbed on the inside, and you, you whatever, you lube it up. and But it has a stopper at the base of it. You're wearing it temporarily, and to insert this into your purse, and you, you yeah. fuck it. You fuck them. <laughs> you fuck it. <laughs> fuck that hole. <laughs> And then you, it stays in them as a butt plug then. Yes! And then it's in there and you can keep fucking them, inserting your dick into it. Which is ribbed for... I, when I say it now, I do mean the, the toy. The toy. <laughs> and it's, so it's acting kind of like a butt plug and kind of like a fleshlight, but your purse, your partner is then kind of a human fleshlight in a way. Agent, it's really yeah. interesting. But the problem is it's hard to get it in because yeah. I don't know what, you need like... You need, like, a long, skinny penis. Like, a really... <laughs> so we never got it fully in where it could stay. Uh-huh. So Mark was just kind of using it as, like, a thing. Fleshlight? Yeah. It, like, yeah. It was tricky. Or so... just a butt plug? 
No, it won't. It won't. won't we can't go. get it fully in. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's these other things I'm looking into that are like that sounds stay, so They though. stay on you, the top. They stay on you. Yeah. There's a thing for your balls to go through, so it stays, on, stays you, on you, and it's ribbed on the inside for your pleasure. And uh, it's way smaller in size. Yeah. So it's um, it doesn't it doesn't extend or enlarge really the girth of. Of the penis yeah, for the bottom. Yeah, because that's the problem, That's right? the problem. Okay. Yeah, it's too thick or I'm, whatever. It makes it too big to, yeah, to go in. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the that's latest fun. toy that we've... Yeah. That's super fun. Adam, what about you? Um, my... We have a lot of butt plugs, for <laughs> sure. Um, but, like, I use a vibrator almost every time. Okay. Uh, like, I come with a vibrator. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every time. All the time. <laughs> Using a vibrator. Yeah. Just, like, actually a, a quite small... Pretty powerful, just rechargeable if I were mm-hmm. uh, But yeah, we have our array of butt plugs um, <laughs> and stuff. I always just find when I go in a sex store, I find the butt plugs, like, I don't know, so much more attractive. I'm like, <laughs> Matt makes fun of me. The one, we have one, like, crazy one that's kind of like a, a dildo um, for your, for, it's an anal dildo, but it's yeah. like beads. Yeah. Um, but it's a latex or silicone uh, dildo, right. but with beads on it. Uh, and I so we're in the in a shop, and I was just like, "Ooh, that looks so fun!" And he's like, <laughs> "He's just like, oh my god!" And we bought it, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And he's like, "You have such a bizarre taste of like, like that looks fun extreme. to you, yeah." Yeah. Most no, you're saying most women would be ter- uh, scared of it, or like him as a straight male yeah. as well. He's like, oh my god, like, but it's so but I'm like, wait, that looks like the funnest. <laughs> then the next holiday, he bought it for me. Aww. I was like, this is the see, best that's romance. Yes, yeah, he buying buying this uh, beaded. I don't even know what to call it. It's a dildo, I guess. All right. Oh, this is a fun question. Tell me about the last time you had sex. Okay, so um, I will say, I feel like sex, some people would consider just intercourse sex, but some people no. don't, and I don't, right? I don't either. Okay, so, yeah, so the last time, I don't know, it was, I'm. it's it's silly, but dry humping. Oh! Actually, well, not dry, like as in with clothes on, naked um, what do you, frottage? Grinding? Is that what they call it now? The kids? What did you say? It's called frottage, I think. Ooh. In the gay world, maybe. But no, but I think anyone can frott. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I think it just means uh, rubbing your naked body against, against someone else's until you reach climax. Okay, yeah. And I think that's what that is. I should look that up, but, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And apparently I'm... I, I've been doing that for years, and I get off so easily that way. Oh, wow. And so, like, while you're making out with your partner sure. and just doing that. And, yeah, so there. That's kind of the last time was that. <laughs> I think that's lovely because... It's very, yeah. It's very... Because you're together and close. Yeah. I think that's lovely. Um, because for my normal because I use a vibrator yeah. we're usually a little separate yeah. so I can use it mm-hmm. so like I like I like the idea of being totally together and touching yeah. and like yeah I like like the partner like right on me like yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I don't <laughs> get off that way so you know kind of have to separate I, a bit so I can use my vibe but yeah. I like that idea a lot I do feel a bit like a teenager in the sense that like it's it shouldn't be that 
easy and quick. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Oh, don't. That's but I, but I mean, like, a good it, problem to have. I, is it a good problem to oh, have? Oh God, yes. Because I feel like sometimes I'm too quick with oh, my. Especially coming from like a female. No, uh, girls always from... want it to last way longer. I thought. No. Oh, I, I mean, I guess I mean girls coming because oh. girls generally, I don't know. There's a lot of statistics out yeah. there about how easily women come or how some don't at all, yeah. and how just coming at all, like regardless of how long it takes or what stimulus stimulus you need, mm-hmm. you should just be happy to have an orgasm because oh. it's still very mysterious for women, like yeah. all all the uh, anatom- anatomical, you know. Um, like the clitoris, they're still just trying to figure it out. Like, like <laughs> yeah. there's a lot, so a lot of mystery right. uh, behind like women's sexuality still. So, like, I don't know. For me to to hear like, oh, I come too fast. I'm like, <laughs> you must be having the time of your life. I guess it's like, That's yeah, great it's, for me. It, I guess I never thought about it that some people it takes forever. That's yeah, true. Well, as a man, especially a gay man, you probably don't. Think the yeah. inverse, like for women, that's, that's the thing that it's like, yeah, it takes a because there's a lot of stigma and shame too about like having to use a vibrator, really, yeah, wow, yeah, like, yeah, I've gone through it for sure. Um, like one of the most googled uh things on female sexuality is like, am I addicted to my vibrator? <laughs> <laughs> like, I've written an erotica story about it, How? um, just trying to like kind of empower. You know, the orgasm, no matter yeah. how, how you get it. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like coming too fast, that's great. You know what you're doing. Yeah, it's the best. Except but. for your partner who's laying on the bottom being like, oh, great, okay. Why'd you do that? And it happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then if you're a good boyfriend, you have to just like, even though you're, because, okay, as soon as I come, I, you're done? I am so done with <laughs> sex. Like, I want to shower the filth off of me. <laughs> and, and like, do something so non-sexual, like, watch a Barbra Streisand yes, movie. Like, yes. something so, or, like... Let's bake cookies. Talk to my friends immediately, and, and or, like, bake cookies. You're right. Do something that has nothing, nothing to do with sex. Nothing to do with sex anymore. Because I'm so done. It's out of your mind. It's but out of your body. As I've gotten Go. older, and I've been in this relationship for a while now, you it's so selfish to just... Okay, yeah. I'm done. I'm, and then I, I used to, yeah, and I, I sometimes I still do. I'm not gonna lie. I sure. jump off and jump in the shower, and I feel, and I'm like, and but I know that he'll finish himself <laughs> off. But it is kind of bad. Yeah, um, you so, should try to compromise that yeah, feeling of wanting so, to just leave. <laughs> <laughs> and so I do. And the last time, perfect example, I did that whole thing. I was done very quickly, and, but I stuck around. You stuck around, good for you. It's good to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be because I'm a Scorpio too. I'm just like I'm a bit. I am selfish. I am very selfish. So I, as I get older, yeah. I realize you can't do that. So it's bad manners. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you're a little into astrology. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. A bit. I what? know the real like basics. Yeah. Of some of the signs. What's okay? So what's the core of a Scorpio? That's the thing. The Scorpio. Um, it's the genitals of the zodiac. You told me that. So yeah, they, every, you told me that before. Every sign has a body part attached to it as symbolic whatever. And yeah, Scorpio is the genitals. <laughs> and every single thing you'll read about Scorpios, it's all about how horny they are and how much they intensely want to always fuck people. Yeah. And uh, fantasize a lot. And, uh, and you feel that's indicative yeah. of your personality? Yeah, I'm like total, like You're cliche total Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Really? It's very interesting. That is very interesting. 
Yeah, I think I was, because we were talking about that the other night. My, I'm a Gemini, so mine yeah. was the mouth, yeah. which is still on a the sexual, sexual side of things. Yeah, I think the basis was because we're all about communication. Haha, mm-hmm. ha, doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just want to talk and talk and, and talk. And tongue flicking. <laughs> yeah, tongue, my, my newfound way of kissing. Oh, tongue flicking. Um, okay, referring to these lovely uh, talking points. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, okay, so I love this. Uh, what's it called again? Where you're rubbing up against each other? Frottage. This frottage. <laughs> um, what is the what is the most the most frequent type of sex that you and your partner have together? Or do you switch it up that often? Because especially with long-term partners, you know, you fall into... You do the same thing a lot. Yeah. Well, for like a while there, it was a lot of like tying... I would get tied up. Oh, really? So that would be your normal? No. Well, okay, no. Not normal. Normal actually is um, that new term we uh, talked about, fraudage. Yeah. I, like that's kind of our go-to. Oh, that's great. Because I'm not hugely into intercourse, actually. Yeah. And... That makes sense now that I talk about my first time. Like clearly, yeah, it wasn't really eroticized. No, never. So I love role play. I love spanking. I love. I love so many other things. I love verbal partners who say filthy things. While you're doing stuff. Yeah, I'm a Gemini in that way. I love the dirty talk. There's got to be dirty talk. Yeah, I know. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's all that stuff. um, Props sometimes costume pieces so you don't was, really have like, I don't need to have actual intercourse to yeah no well we're we're similar me and my partner because um, I went off of birth control uh-huh. like a year ago or even way probably way longer than that now but our sex life kind of morphed into we don't have like like P and V as they call it mm-hmm. intercourse like super often at all like our norm is like turned into like kind of mutual assisted masturbation uh-huh. oh type, that too yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 so we're yeah we do yeah everything under the sun <laughs> yeah except yeah intercourse yeah like we do sometimes yeah once in a while yeah but i get it yeah yeah <laughs> but that's not what we that's our, not our normal at all yeah um, i forgot about mutual like masturbation morphed. that's a total that's a that's frequent as well yeah yeah just like lying there with the <laughs> person talking other. to them stimulating other parts while they, while yeah, they actually yeah. get themselves off yeah because again me with the vibe yeah you know i do the vibe so yeah you know this is good because I'm sure there's other people that are maybe listening, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> um, who are like, oh, me too. Because, you know, I don't know. This isn't talked about very frequently in, in, you know, mass media or anything. You, you wouldn't flick yeah. on the, the talk or some stupid show like that and, like, hear them talking about this. No, you yeah, only hear about, like... Yeah, not at all. Like, like, yeah, and I felt... We had a weird adjustment period as well. Like, because Matt's used to... I think he was used to just regular intercourse mm-hmm. as the main type of sex he's having yeah. with his partner. And that's not the main type of sex I enjoy. Although, well, that's not true. I enjoy it for sure, but that's not how I get off. And mm-hmm. so there was an adjustment period for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I felt a little bit of shame or just um, just like I wasn't... Like I wasn't doing it correctly. I wasn't doing sex right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's for guilt. a little while. Yeah. yeah, a little. Uh, like there's a lot of layers of different feelings there. Yeah. Of yeah, just that adjustment sure. period of like, okay, well, I don't get off that way. A lot of your girlfriends 
do and that's what you're used to but I don't and that doesn't mean there is anything wrong with me at all especially same thing using like I was saying kind of a stigma of using a vibrator mm-hmm. to get off it's like well that's what I that's what I need and I know what I need and yeah. it works perfectly yeah and why would I try to because a couple times I've tried to get off the vibrator yeah. as well <laughs> like to not use not it use because it. For some reason, that's bad for me to use a yeah. vibrator when it's not at all. It's fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, just that stigma of, like, I should be able to screw that. Like, Yeah, do what works for you. Do what works for you. I Yeah, it works, like, every time. And it's actually, I'm pretty versatile, um, even though I do use the Vive. Like, I can have lots of different stimuli happening. Like, it's pretty versatile still. It's not just, like, so pigeonholed as I do the exact same every time, so... That's good. Yeah, so there's no stigma <laughs> for me. Okay, Keelan, we should be wrapping it up here. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any closing uh, statements? <laughs> <laughs> closing statements. Closing Was statements. there anything you've you thought of that you wanted to talk about? Well, I don't want the fraudage people to send hate mail. Uh. <laughs> Just in case it's the wrong term I'm using. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I love the, I love that term though. I'm gonna look up that. How about in this podcast? Every time we come across something we're not sure of, I'm gonna look it up, make a note, look it up, and then talk about it <laughs> on the next podcast. Because I'm actually very interested to find out about that term and like what people do that. You know, yeah, how people use that in all different manifestations. I, yeah, and I always feel like whenever I'm finding out like these new terms, I feel like such an old person. I'm just like. What is this? And then I have to look it up. Oh, it was like the other day, I had to look up um, on Google mm-hmm. what is what does on fleek mean? <laughs> I'm watching too much drag. Or, see, I didn't even know. I didn't ever they see say that on fleek. On fleek, a lot in drag. Yeah, and yeah. Mark even wrote to me underneath. He's like, "Oh my god, even I know what that means." On my Facebook wall. <laughs> And all my friends were like, what does it mean? And none of my friends knew. And then Mark Mark felt real cool that day. To know. And I was like, it basically means on point. Yes. So anyway, no, but yeah, with sexual stuff, I'm, I am Googling like an old man sometimes. I'm like, what is this? I'm the same way. And also um, why I do it too is because I want to find out more and more about uh, just, yeah, different fetishes and stuff like that, like for writing erotica. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, like I, if I'm gonna write a cuck hubby story, what is that? Cuck hubby yeah. is um, where there's a, it's a married couple usually, um, and they're usually white, and they <laughs> and the um, the husband really likes submissive play so much so that he actually wants somebody else to come and fuck the wife. Oh, like cuckolding. Oh, yeah, sorry. Cuckolding. Yeah, Thank yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, cuckolding. So it's usually a black bull they call. Yeah, them, yeah, yeah. And it's just like a enormous black guy with a huge black dick coming yeah. to fuck the white wife or right. the hot wife quote unquote yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and while the husband is usually bound and watching yeah. um, and sometimes there's a little bit of like homo f- or uh, hetero flexibility happening where mm-hmm. he'll have to kind of fillet the black bull a little bit like but it's all in that degra- yeah. degradation that type of humiliation humiliation fetish yeah all that kind of stuff so like I have to do a lot of research on yeah. like different fetishes like that to be able to write like a story because actually I just submitted a story uh, that had to be cuckolding oh. and I was like hey I I know a bit about this because I did want to <laughs> Google and research a little bit 
Oh, the spectrum of human sexuality. Oh, yeah. It's endless. It's so endless. <laughs> and this is only our first podcast. So, Keelan, where uh, can our audience find you? Do you have, like, Twitter? Do you have oh, uh, okay. anything? <laughs> Do I have? Do you have anything? Do you have anything? <laughs> Yolanda? I have a soul and a heart. No, I, um, I have a... Uh... Oh, God. Okay, I do have a Twitter. Is <laughs> that how you say that? <laughs> I have a Twitter, yeah. <laughs> Tweet me, guys. I don't know. No, I think I deleted it. <laughs> okay, great. Um, anyway, no, you'll find me, um, you'll find me on, oh, God, on social media and in real life. Just uh, yeah. talk to me. Great. I'm such a loser. (laughs) I loved this. Thanks so much. Uh, Our guest again is Keelan Fiorello. This is the Bedpost Podcast. I'm Erin Pym. To find out more about the Bedpost stage show, go to facebook.com slash bedposterotica. My personal blog with over 100 erotic short stories is at erinserotica.com. Lastly, the Bedpost Podcast features original music by Steph Copeland, who can be reached at her website at stephcopelandmusic.com. 